0: Hey, what's up everyone? Welcome to this episode of the podcast. I want to give a shout out to Craig for this this episode. He really carried this because I, I went into this episode... Not feeling very well. I had a little bit of a cold and didn't say anything to Craig about it. And uh, he really got the ball rolling with the conversation. This ended up being a really great episode. So we covered a lot of ground and um, talked about my winter camping endeavors and kind of how that got off to a rough start just with wind and not being able to sleep very well. And then uh, we shift gears and talk about how the nomad life has really shaped and changed Craig's va- uh, set, uh, set of values and his um, just kind of his ethos for life. So. Um, I really enjoyed this, this conversation and editing it. I was like, wow, this turned out a lot better than I thought because, I, like I said, I went into it not feeling very well. So I uh, hope you all enjoy the episode and thanks for tuning in.
1: dropped off the grid for for yeah. even me you know i i mm. i remember you talking about meeting up with your friends north of bv and mm. that was kind of your plans around new year's but it all happened without even hearing from you You just like you freaking you you went yeah. you went radio silent
0: well reason being was that you know i i had uh i had to either snowshoe about it was about a half a mile or a quarter of a mile, I guess, to my uh, like uphill to my campsite. So I was like shuttling gear up and back, you know, because I couldn't drive up there because there was too much snow. And so when I would get set up up there, I'd like hike up there. And I'd be tired. I'd be like, I don't want to come back down. And I wasn't getting any reception up there on my little mobile router. And I, and I didn't have the booster because I was away from my truck, you know. Right. So, um, so and, and then on top of it, dude, the wind was gnarly. I mean, I didn't sleep. Like, out of the six days that I was there, I only slept one full night. Yeah. The rest of the night, there were, like, a couple nights where I didn't sleep at all because it was just, it was a freight train all night long. I mean, it, it was some of the worst wind conditions I've ever had. So, yeah, I was, like, I mean, people here in, B, you know, in Chafee County, too, were, like, where are you, aren't, aren't you in town? I'm, like, yeah. I'm, like, I don't feel like talking to you. <laughs> I was, like, I was so tired. I was, because, you know, like, winter camping in and of itself is, is like, it's it's taxing anyway. It's You're always yeah. working. You know, yeah. it's like chopping, chopping wood or making sure your food isn't frozen or, you know, making sure Sierra didn't run off or making sure she's not stuck in a snowdrift somewhere, which that happened the other day, which is kind of funny. She was like just in, in a snowdrift and her legs, she was like up to like her neck, you know, I could tell Look, on her face <laughs> was kind of like, like, what do I do now? You know, so I had to go over and dig her out, which was kind of funny, but it's like all those things. And then, and then, I, you know, it's just. Add to it not sleeping. It's just like a recipe for me not wanting to be social to anyone. And I yeah. took a break from Facebook, and and it's like I I got off of it on the twenty ninth of December, and I didn't get back on of it till the till the middle of January. And I've been back on it now for like a week, and I'm just I'm not feeling it. So I'm thinking yeah. I might post something on there and just say, hey, I'll be on YouTube. That's pretty much the only thing I'll focus on going forward. Because like I don't do Instagram anymore. Yeah yeah it's okay, Facebook's just, a, just a place to bitch at people
1: <laughs> yeah it's a weird thing i i i backed off as you as you noticed and i it, it's it's you know it's it's freeing to not deal with it but i do have to admit like there's elements of it. it's it's funny because i think i think like 80 percent of the activity on there and the people that are on there our good nature and and it's all yeah. good and it's interesting to stay in touch with people and see what they're doing whether they have kids in a normal life or not like it's just it, it is a cool platform but there's that twenty percent of the activity that is just infuriating and mm-hmm. I just yeah I really had to just kind of just make a black and white decision like this is not this is not this is taking away from my life more than yes. adding to my life. And I mean, I, I went ahead and erased all of my posts. Like I'm, I'm at the point where I really, really am ready to fully pull the exit chute and, and, and get out. I mean, it's funny because I, I actually did post something today because I'm. I saw I'm that planned. for a
0: moment. I'm like, ah, he, he, he got back on He's for a second. Back. <laughs> He's <laughs> back.
1: I knew he'd be back. That pussy. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, yeah. He's full of shit. Yeah. No, through. but I mean,
1: th- there are useful <laughs> elements of it, right? And so, you know, I'm. Yeah. My my plan I, right now, I'm I'm lining up plans to head over to Europe for a month or so. And I saw that.
0: So, what, what you're going this summer?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I've got a friend. I've got a friend over in London. Um, And I've been coordinating with him to, to go and spend time with him. My mom is going over there. And so I was like, screw it. Like, I've got the frequent fire miles to do it um, for, for free. And um, I love Europe. I mean, I, I lived over in France. I did a, a semester abroad, lived in Paris. Mm-hmm. I I got a little Parlez-vous Francais going on, so I can... Um,
0: <laughs> nice.
1: Yeah. No, and I, I, I love it over there. And looking I,
0: I'm an American. Which ladies? Yeah. Line? Yeah. <laughs>
1: line like ladies, like line up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Je suis là. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's funnier if you if you know what that means. Um, right <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I you know I thought it'd be it, it's worth to just throw out a flare, you know, and say who's over in Europe, what's uh, what's going on. I, I always think it's fun to just you know randomly meet up with people that I know. Like oh, I didn't know you were over here, so yeah, it's got its use. Definitely. But I, I I do feel like it's important to really, really rain and there, there's some, it's just a weird environment. And I, and yeah. I'm, and with the election
0: the, coming up, I mean, yeah,
1: but the, the, the truth of it and the truth of it is, is like, I'm not innocent. Like I'm guilty of stirring up stuff. Like I get, Me too. I get all fired up. So it, it's just, it's best for all parties. If, if I just back off and mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I've really listened to you a lot about the, positive community that you've developed on youtube you know and and where you're you're developing some really good relationships and for the most mm-hmm. part you've been able to stay away from the negativity and um and i i've yeah. been doing i've been putting a lot of effort into figuring out the new kind of computer that i want to get so i can start to oh, produce. yeah because it's it's just frustrating as all heck to try and do something and my computer is just like, no, I'm not going to do it. And you're just like, fuck yeah. you. I want you to do it. And it's not doing it. So, um, yeah. anyway, yeah. So you, you dropped off Facebook, you, you mm-hmm. around like right before new year's Eve. And I, I think that that's awesome. I think it's, I can poke fun at you, you know, like, Oh dude, you know, why are you being a <laughs> pussy and not, not making sure that you're logging in and whatnot. And, yeah. but I know how that is, but that, yeah, so describe your experience in in B V and like the and actually just one other note before I, I pass it back to you. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I've been driving Mustang and 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 doing the Gunnison to Denver and back, and I've been having hairy experiences with the wind in fair play.
0: And oh, well, I can only imagine.
1: Yeah. So you when you pinged me and let me know that you were like dealing with crazy winds, I was actually in fair play. And experiencing whiteout conditions in my bus, you know, like the big 45 foot motor coach was getting pushed around yeah. too. So I can only imagine what that was like, you know, being in a little tent and, you know, essentially being yeah. in the middle of a hurricane.
0: Dude, I basically would just, I would. The the wind was coming in different directions, but it would like it would be like a gust from the west and then a gust from the north and then mm. a gust from the northwest. So I was basically standing inside my tent and I would go and stand over at the section where like the wind was blowing the hardest just to make sure the tent didn't peel up from off the ground and my stakes get pulled out of the ground. Because my stakes were getting pulled out.
1: That's And I'm nuts. like, dude, I
0: can't I'm like, I can't stay here. And as soon as I had a day where I was like, okay, I know I can move on this day, I just packed up all my stuff and I went to a new location down by Browns Creek, and, and I just left there, but I was there for two weeks. And it's really great because there's this, there's this berm and at this one campsite that I know of that I could get to. And I had to four-wheel through a bunch of snow to get there, and I almost didn't get to it. I almost got stuck. But I got there, and I set up, and you could hear the wind howling overhead. Mm-hmm. This little pocket was just was just perfectly still
1: nice See so you. It
0: was, so it was awesome yeah cause it was it was like i had that kind of that white noise you know like the wind noise you know way above yeah. like probably 40 feet above me but where i was at it was perfectly still
1: that's sweet man yeah hold, hold yeah. on i gotta go i gotta put on my uh live free or die hat in case you get a screenshot okay. you know we gotta gotta i gotta <laughs> i gotta look good and tough hold on one that's second right.
0: nice we both we both are rocking our hats man
1: right there baby it might that's it right. might be it might be backwards and whatnot, but people know what's up right there.
0: I, I got a screenshot of it right there. And you're, you're, like, you're, like, you're like going like this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I, I got, have, my, I, have, I have I got my little double my chin face.
0: coming on right there.
1: <laughs> See that,
0: baby? Dude, <laughs> that's for days.
1: That is a chick magnet right there. That's See, like, what's, what's
0: cool is, up? Is my. My beard covers up any sort of du- double chin, so that's that. That's why it's nice to have a beard because you can like fluctuate with weight and just wear like a bunch of baggy clothes, and no one really knows that you're getting fat.
1: Yeah, I've got to like angle. I have to like you know re-angle this thing to like look up <laughs> so I don't like generate <laughs> the uh, you know the double chin <laughs> keep it right. going. So what? Yeah, um, no. What? Yeah. What? What? What have your days been like? So are you just doing Jeremiah Johnson like? What, what, what are your, what are your days like out there?
0: Uh, well, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's, um, it's been it's been awesome. It's just been really peaceful because the conditions have been really nice. And I I fixed my stove, my damper on my stove, the airflow on my stove. The mm-hmm. the control arm was not working properly, but then I was able to fix it to where it does now, so I can really control the airflow. So it was kind of fun. I both I was testing different types of woods all throughout the week to see which ones I could get the longest burns out of and which type of airflow I could do. And so I was doing that just to figure out a way that I could use less wood and less resources while I'm out there. Because I want to carry as, as minimal of stuff as possible. And I don't want to carry a ton of wood with me. So I did that. I've um, been doing a ton of videos on YouTube. And those, I did a video like two weeks ago and it took off. It has like 350,000 views already,
1: which is great. So I just got what, notifications. What was, the, what was the content of that one?
0: It, it was just an interior walkthrough of my, of my living space in the tent. I didn't think it would take off like it did. All of a sudden, I just saw it just go Richter, and I was like, whoa, what's going on with this? But then all the other videos, too, that I put up, I put up one the other day, and within the first day, it had 80,000 views. So I got a notification from YouTube that this was my first 30-day period to where I had over a million views in one 30-day period. Wow, So that's that's pretty. Yeah, it's going really good. And, And the great thing about it, too, is the income that comes in with that, with the commissions, is going great. So if I can keep that train going, there's no need for me to do any side hustles. So what's your, how have you reconciled,
1: you know, our, I think our last discussion focused on some of the challenges you had with the censorship that they were doing. They were, yeah. they were demonetizing some of your videos. Like, how have you, ha- have you learned more? Have you just kind of accepted the fact that that's part of the, you know, part, part of the frustration that you're going to have to deal with? Like, where, where is that? With I think
0: you? so. Yeah, and and I noticed a bunch of other people at the same time that I was having those problems. Some other people on YouTube were saying like, "Hey, I'm getting videos flagged for no reason whatsoever." And I had like that Joe Robin Robinet guy, and then there's a couple other people I follow. Like they were posting at the exact same time that I was like, "Hey, I'm getting stuff flagged that's not that's not that's not against community guidelines." And now all of a sudden, all of that seems to be flushed out. So I wonder if they had something in their algorithm which was flagging something in, uh, that was that was not meant to be flagged. But the algorithm flagged it, and yeah. now it's no longer happening. And they went back, and of course, the microdosing, uh, L, the psilocybin microdosing video was—they that removed it. So like, that one they really posted they, back up. Yeah, they, they, they went ahead down. and totally
1: removed it. Wow,
0: mm-hmm. told me I couldn't put it up there. But but the other two that got flagged, they reinstated those. They said no, these are fine, and so. I think there was something in their algorithm that flagged that and then they probably changed their algorithm because they're always tweaking that thing, you know, and it's, right. it's, it's impossible to figure it out. But but yeah, so so that's been going on. But I've just been focusing on that. Oh, and then I started doing, uh, I just got my first, like the, the sweater I'm wearing now, this wool, the Merino wool sweater, this is from Backpacker Magazine, so I'm going to start doing reviews for them. So this is the first item that I'm going to review. And then I've got the new... Headlamp from biolite the, the the new one that's going to be launched next month and i'm doing a review for that too so i got those those two products in today so that'll give me something to work on when i'm at camp when i set up my new camp to uh to have some things to do if the weather's bad
1: and so tell me tell me again you've told me it before but maybe you've got new gear what what's mm-hmm. the equipment that you're using so what's your what's your computer that you're using to edit what's the camera that you're using to produce your videos and what other little gizmos do you find useful for your video production
0: yeah i right now the only thing i'm using for the video production is just my camera it's the canon g7 g7x mark ii is, okay. the, is the is the camera it's a really good camera it's, a, it's like a 650 and fifty dollar camera and it has tons of features on it. The only thing it doesn't do is it doesn't record in four k, but that's fine because I can record in 1080p and it looks looks just fine. but the features on it are really nice and then the software program that I just started using is Final cut pro, and that's a, right. that's a software program yeah it's it's nice because Apple offers a one time buy for it so you can and it's a very discounted rate. it's for two hundred and ninety nine dollars which is cheap compared mm-hmm. to what they used to charge in the past i mean heck i've i seen I've seen a price over a thousand bucks for that thing so it's a great software program that allows you to make much better videos just the the quality of it's just better I mean the transitions the different things you can put in there it's much more flexible and so I've been really focusing on that the next thing I want to do is I want to get my own little sound recorder like a handheld sound recorder like an like an hn4 or an hn6 something like that to where I can do directional Sounds So if there's like a stream that I want to focus on and I want to get mm-hmm. audio of that, then I can place it next to that stream and get only that audio. Or if I want to just leave it out somewhere at night and get like record all the nature sounds, you know, like different animals and stuff like that, I could do that and then put that into the videos. And then what I'm going to do, this is the first, first the, like the longest video I've done to this point is like 17, 18 minutes, but I'm planning on doing like a full on hour video next week. And what wow. I want to do is I want to do, I want to do a full week at camp. And so like, you know, uh, like a, like a, like a full five, six, seven day period and say, you know, here's what it's like to be out here for an extended period of time. Because where I'm going to set up in Swatch County, it's pretty remote that no one really knows of this site. I've never seen anybody there. And it's, that's not, it's not marked. Like you have to know where you're going. And there was one other person that there, the only other time I saw another person there was, I saw a local, he was out there hunting. He was one of the ranchers. He's like, he's like, ah, he's like, somebody else knows where this place is. And I was like, yeah, I go. Took me a long time to find it. He goes, "Well, just don't tell anybody." I said, oh, "Okay, I won't." <laughs>
1: so, I, I think I, I mean you, you've told me about it, and, and I, I think yeah. I've actually, I might have actually stumbled across it myself in my own little exploring in that area. But we won't, we won't talk about that. Yeah. That's, it has that's a little stream like right, right next to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great site. And so I figured I could set up there. The only thing is, I'll have morning shade because the Sangre de Cristos are right behind me there to the east, mm-hmm. and so. Yep. I'll probably, I'll probably just sleep in a little bit, but Sierra has been sleeping with me in my sleeping bag. And so when the, when the stove goes out at night, we're still warm inside the sleeping bag. Cause it, my sleeping bag's so big. It's 40 inches wide. So the both of us can fit in. there fine. So like when that happens, the stove goes out, but it, it, we're both warm. And so I just wake up in the morning and just start the stove again. So I don't have to wake up in the middle of the night, which is nice. Yeah, like things are going really good this winter. I'm having a good time with it. And uh, I'm using different types of screws for my stakes because the, the problem in the past that I always had was my my stakes, the V channel stakes that Cabela's put, they freeze in the ground after you get them in there. And you couldn't get them out. Like mm. no matter how much effort you did. I mean you'd spend all day just trying to get out like five or six stakes. It was just mind-numbing. Wow. And so yeah, so now it's nice because what I do is I use these 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 foot long uh, I, I have 10 inch and then I also have 12 inch uh, screws that just go right like they're, they're like basically lumber lock screws and you can screw them in and they're slender but they go way in the ground and with the grounds frozen like that they're not going to budge right And then so so it just goes in there I you know and then when I'm ready to leave in the morning I just, just zip them out and just pull up my tent and leave I don't have to wait for the passive solar to warm up the ground. So it's, nice. it's, it's a game changer because I'm able to just move whenever I want. And then what I'll do is that when I get to a new site, I just use my snow shovel and just clear out the space for my tent and just drill it into the ground and I'm set.
1: Right. That's nice. So before we move off of um, the gear that you're using for your, your videos, are, and yeah, this is my own personal interest. You've told me before, but I what's mm-hmm. the specific MacBook that you've got so you've got a, a new macbook pro is that right
0: yeah so it's the, the new macbook pro uh it's got like let's see one two three got it's, it's, the thir- it's the
1: 13, the 13 inch, inch right
0: okay yeah and it's it's the half gig uh hard drive with and i can't remember all the specs on it let me see here I've got eight gig of RAM. The uh-huh. graphics card, you know, it's like it, it's a it's a pretty good one. It's I mean the only What's other the processor does
1: it. Can you see what the processor is like? The yeah, let me see here real quick.
0: It's the two point four gigahertz Intel Core i five. They have a, They have a Core i seven.
1: Right. Um, yeah.
0: But this one's fine because I mean it's plenty. It pushes. It's got plenty of power and it can go up to four point one gigahertz.
1: Yeah, you got like so a it's turbo like, boost. At, at,
0: yeah it has like a turbo so i thought well that's plenty because i'm not i'm not pushing game software or anything like that i'm like all i'm doing is just doing video stuff now because i'm not gaming at camp and so it works great the the only other options i could have done is i could have bought instead of the half half gig hard drive you can but you can get a full gig and then the upgraded upgraded processor but i'm like i don't need that
1: yeah i mean i'm so i'm right there on the edge of buying a new computer um just because Mm -hmm. like i said i'm i'm my computer is great for what it is. I mean, it's a 2011. I mean, I can't, I can't complain about how well this thing is held up. But it's just running into some barriers that you know I, I can't, I can't upgrade it anymore. I can't, um, I can't get it past where it's at. And yeah, so anyway, I'm right, I'm right there on the edge, and I'm, I'm making some pretty decent money right now with how much I'm working out here. Yeah, dude, you're best uh, Oh dude. Like I, my, my last check, which I just got today, it, it listed it. So in a two week period, 130 hours.
0: Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do, do you get, do you get overtime or is it? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, dude, yeah. I, would, I wouldn't hours do it. It's logging yeah. a ton of
1: hours. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, uh, and it's like,
0: it's like, that's, that, that's very, uh, very mind draining, like making sure, especially with the conditions you've been driving through,
1: Totally. I mean, I've got to
0: imagine like you're probably white knuckling on a couple of it going, Oh shit.
1: (laughs) I mean, it's, it's funny because when in the hairy conditions, your adrenaline kicks in and you're, Mm -hmm. you know, you're all tuned in and what have you, but it's when things calm back down That's when it can get dangerous because then you're like relaxed and then you're just like, uh you know what I mean? Like if if it's if it's really hairy conditions, then my adrenaline's kicking, I'm freaking I'm 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 freaking playing Metallica in my head, you know, and I'm I'm freaking charging it. But then, you know, when it's yeah, when it's easy, i'm you know i'm Can
0: I let your guard I'm, down a little bit yeah.
1: i i do i got some hairy shaping plan or something like that i'm ready to go to bed <laughs> um but i mean it's 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 good it's good to work it's um I'm, I'm i still definitely enjoy most of it yeah i'm I'm working too much right now but whatever you gotta yeah. gotta work when you can
0: yeah all right so so like uh long-term looking looking at it are you just kind of doing doing this for the for the short term and then figuring out something else for the future because you had texted me that stuff about how what you're looking for kind of yeah you know like like i I, so i'm i'm
1: just like i'm 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 kind of reaching for the stars as far as you know what okay like if there are no rules what can i do You know, if there are no rules as to where I go, if there are no rules as to what I do, what can happen? So, you know, I think ideally, I like this job, I like this area, I like this time of year. So to seasonally work here in the winter, maybe part of the summer is great. You know, I can freaking crush it and um, earn money. I like the winter and what have you. But then if I can line up you know, a contract, a four-month contract here, a six-month contract anywhere else to spice it up. I I love that idea, and I'm I am definitely interested in continuing to expand my toolkit of uh, heavy equipment that I can operate. So, increasing mm-hmm. my experience doing tractor trailer work um maybe get into some excavator and grading and front end loader like some really really heavy industrial equipment moving kind of stuff but i'm also need,
0: that's that's so awesome dude because you yeah,
1: that everywhere totally yeah and if you're good at it then mm-hmm. there's always going to be work but i'm i'm also kind of interested in you, you know I'm, I'm not saying that Elon Musk would you know want me as his right hand guy but If there are other Elon Musk's guys out there that, you know, so if someone has a vision and if someone needs someone to go balls to the wall, that is good with computers, is good out in the field, is, you know, competent in supervising and uh, managing others, but also has Mm -hmm. his own technical abilities. Like, I, I think I think that there's. There's definitely some high performers out there that need a right hand individual that is ready at a moment's notice to go up to Alaska, to go up to the Tundra region of Canada, or you know, the equatorial region of, of Africa, Asia, whatever it is. And so, you know, when I said before, that idea of of stretching and seeing how far I can go that's the kind of thing that I was drafting and that I shared with you a little bit earlier. Like, let's, let's see what can happen. If I, if I throw it out there, what, Mm -hmm. what's going to happen? So maybe, maybe I just get hits on the driving or, or some more mundane stuff. But you know, Mm -hmm. if I have good marketing friends like you (laughs) who can, who can (laughs) tell me, you know, what, what do I need? You know, how, how best can I, uh market myself, you know, with mm-hmm. the skill sets that I've got. Um how do I how do I get a page view in front of cool a cool person that's doing cool shit that needs someone that has no dependence, that has no limitations as far as mm-hmm. how hard I push myself. Um and, and, and really,
0: yeah, that flexibility is huge.
1: Right. No, and I think I mean, mm-hmm. you and I both have it and I I think you've got I've always, you know, admired you 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 do a really good job setting goals for yourself and then charging forward i've i'm 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 a lot more methodical and analytical and um deliberate in what i do and that's why i think teaming up with someone that has a grand vision like i'm a good person to have on the right hand like okay so what do you want? Okay, that's what you want. Okay, this is what I'm going to need, and I'll go do it. And uh, mm-hmm. I won't bother you probably for another week or so. But I'm independent. I'm capable of working independently, capable yeah. of doing good good work and what have you. So um, yeah, yeah, this goes back.
0: This, this goes back to like that the, the, you know the conversations we were having. Heck, before even before we even started the podcast, but conversations we'd have at camp to where, you know, we were talking about work. And I think both of us at that point were, were on, like, the edge of, like, okay, kind of, like, getting over that edge of going from career-based work to project-based work. You remember how we were talking about that? And this falls totally yeah. in line with that. So it's cool to see this come to light because, like, when you got your CDL, I thought, man, that is perfect. That commercial driver's license, that you can do so much with that, especially in the American West. There's so yep. many... Those mountain towns, they always need CDLs. I mean, any big city needs CDLs. Of course, you don't want to be there, but, but you know, the mountain towns across the America West, they I, I, I hear them on the radio whenever I'm traveling around all throughout this past fall when I was going through New Mexico and Arizona. All these little small towns, hey, if you have a CDL, we're hiring, we're, we're, we're providing bonuses, sign on bonuses. Like, we need people. And it's like, yeah. you could go anywhere you want and have work, and you could be from them and go, hey, I'll be here for two months. What do you need? You know, and then you kind of you kind of call the shots in that regard with your how much you're going to work and everything. And I think that's just awesome. I mean, mine's a little bit different in my scenario because I'm, I'm doing more of the, you know, the content creator route. So I'm kind of at the mercy of, you know, whatever the audience likes or whatever it may be. But what's cool about that is I can kind of figure out whatever I want to put up there and then I can dictate where I get to be. But but this is cool to see this come to light for you, because like I remember those conversations we had those were a couple of years ago and yeah. talking about this. You know, we because we were thinking like how do how do we make this work long term because it's easy to do it short term. I mean, hell you can save up money and go out for 3 months or a year and that's fine, but what happens when that money runs out?
1: Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I think, you know, we've been we always return to that question, you know, what is a nomad? You know, what is this lifestyle? And so I I think like you just said doing it for a set of months or even a year, you can anyone can line that up in whatever way, whether it's saving money or just freaking dirtbagging it. Like you can figure out how to do that. But it's a whole nother thing to really be able to lay the foundation and execute on timescales of five, ten years and, and what have you. And I mean, I don't know what it looks like at the end. I know I want land. Um, I know why I want to continue to accumulate experiences that broaden my skill sets. I certainly am interested in getting into content creation. I, I think my content creation is going to end up going a little bit different a route than yours. I do think that I'm really I'm really focused on I like teaching I like I like teaching others how to do something. And so that's why I can be so I can, I could just like break things down step by step by step on how to do it. And I try to be really specific. So you've been really good at developing stories as to what your life is like on the road. And you know, the videos that I have in my backlog and whatnot is like, how to use my pressure cooker to cook eggs you know, and, oh, yeah.
0: you know, all, People all these, videos. yeah, no. And I, and
1: I, and I'm, and I have other, you know, apps that I use in a very specific way. Um, mm-hmm. and I, that's the way that I think is like, okay, how do I, how do I teach someone else how to do this? Like specifically, I want to give them like a step-by-step instruction manual. So that's the kind of content creation that I think about. And so again, like looking at what I want to do moving forward and whatever i end up doing in this in this next phase i want to learn more and then i want to figure out ways to disseminate that information maybe it's maybe it's i just disseminate it internally to whatever group i'm working with but if i can also disseminate out to the public you know via this format or um here there it goes yeah i'm seeing record
0: we're back in action, dog.
1: Oh, right. Dude, I was rolling before.
0: <laughs> I so, know, man. I'm sorry. I don't, even, I don't even know where we left off.
1: Well, I, I, I mean, I was just talking about how, you know, the, the, the nomad lifestyle looking five to ten years in the future, laying that foundation and figuring out that plan, that's much different than, you know, doing it for a few months or even a year. And, you know, you and I are both charting different courses on, on how to do it. And, um, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm pumped. It's, uh, it's, it's always a little bit, uh, unnerving to, to try new things and what have you, but I'm definitely pumped.
0: Yeah. You you know, you know what I equate this to, it, it, you remember when you got out of college and you got in the real world and it was like, there was like kind of a honeymoon period where you're still figuring stuff out. And sometimes it would take. You know, sorry, my, my uh, email is on. I just turned that off. Sometimes it would take, you know, a couple of years to get kind of your feet wet and kind of get into a routine. It kind of seems like this is the same way, except there's not that blueprint to follow like you have in the corporate world. You know, it's like make X amount of sales calls and you'll have X amount of results or or, you know, whatever it may, whatever your job may be out here, there's no blueprint for how to succeed. And so you really, everybody figures out, it figures it out on their own. Like I've never, I, I've not met any two nomads that make money the same way. Like everybody's doing different stuff. You know what I mean? And so it's like some people are doing stuff like you, they've got project based work. some people are doing stuff like me, doing the influencer thing, but it's like this mish, this mix mash or, or mishmash of things just to make it work. And then once you make it work and you realize you're like, hey, I can pay my bills and I'm actually doing just fine. I've got a little bit of extra money in the bank. That's when it gets really fun, I think, doing this because you're like, hey, I figured out the recipe. You know? yeah. that's, that's, the, that's the biggest thing. Everybody hits me up like, how do I do that? And I'm like, well, it's different for everybody.
1: Yeah, I think that that's, I mean, that's an interesting analogy and I I can certainly agree to it. And I, I, I really like what you just said. About everybody has their own recipe in how to do this. Now, the what feels different about this versus that period after college is, um, you know, for whatever reason, I I thought it was all and whether I was cocky or not, like I thought it was all just going to come together. Like after I got out of college. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, maybe I didn't have like the bulletproof plan, but I had the confidence that it was just going to happen for me. And I, and I, Mm -hmm. that's actually, that's, it's an interesting statement to even hear myself say, because I've definitely had my issues with insecurity through my life, but that was that was an illusion or a delusion that I had coming out of college was that like like oh, I got a, I got my college education like I'm a reasonably smart guy, like things are just gonna work out on the career front and all that. and you know, little did I know i I didn't know Jack shit. and so you know here I am in my 40s, and it was a really really it has been a really, really scary thing to leap off into like knowingly leap off into. So it's like, it's like I was ignorant back in my early twenties as to how hard all of this really was. And so now Mm -hmm. fast forward to my forties, I'm not so ignorant as to how hard it is to, launch out into completely new things and you know despite that apprehension and despite that uncertainty we both did it anyway you know leaping off Mm -hmm. into it and i you're so right about every person having that their own recipe and they got to figure it out for themselves and i've certainly learned a lot through watching you do it and, and move in your influencer con- content development way. Um, I've learned a lot as far as how to do it, but I've also learned a lot as far as like, that's not the exact way that I want to go. So it's, I don't know, it's, a, it's an exciting place to be, to have a little bit more of a compass bearing as to where I want to go and how I want to do it. Um, I certainly don't have it figured out at all, but I, I think I know enough at this point to have a little bit of that cocky swagger, <laughs> you know, of like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I'm, I'm going to shoot for the moon and like, you know, if I, why fall, not, yeah, you know, why not? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think you have to have a little taste of success. So, you know, you've got your YouTube channel that has given you some cocky swagger. Like, yeah, I can. I can figure out how to make this thing go. And we both have kind of put together our jobs and what have you. And I've, I've got my CDL, that's my safety net. So um, I don't know. So it's a cool place. It's a cool phase to be moving in toward. And I'm still definitely committed to a nomad existence, you know, nomad meaning, you know, just, just, it's, it's interesting because I'm, I'm reading a book, called uh i think it's germs uh germs what is it hold on let me i can never remember facts and shit like that abstract thinking is good for me but i never remember shit, um, <laughs> I never remember guns, shit. yeah no i don't There's guns germs and steel the fates of human society huh,
0: so sounds pretty interesting it,
1: yeah no you would actually love it and But what it does talk about is the, you you have the two types of life, two types of, two ways of living back in the beginning of society. And I'm talking like, you know, 10, 20, 40,000 years ago, you know, like from like the, uh, you know, things starting up in the Fertile Crescent in Africa and then migrating around the world. So you had, you had people settle into the, food production, farming way of life, but then you also had people that maintained the hunter gatherer, nomad way of life. And so that, I don't know, that's really sticking with me at this point is that that hunter gatherer nomadic kind of living mm-hmm. where you're where you're moving around to where your resources are as opposed to fabricating your resources in, in the area that you want to stay in. Um, so those are the kind of the two modes. And I, Uh um, I don't know, maybe it's in our blood, you know, maybe we're, maybe we're tapping into that, that, uh, you know, that, that, that pre-society genes of ours.
0: Yeah, maybe. Cause 'cause, you know, it's interesting when I was in the corporate world, whenever there was an opportunity for someone to get transferred, I would always take it. Cause I'm like, yeah, I'll go. I'll go someplace new because I always wanted to go to someplace. I would get so bored if I was sitting in the same city for more than two years, and so that's what I did. I was like, I moved around. I lived in Salt Lake City. I lived in Southern California. Lived in Denver. lived lived in a number of different places in Southern California. So I moved the whole time I was there, and uh, and then now doing this stuff, it's kind of nice because you can just move, you move every week and. i I like being a rolling stone like that the only the only thing that i will say and you know there's other people that will echo these same sentiments is that you you get to the point to where your perspective changes a lot living this way and you and you know what i'm talking about when you know you're you're out in nature and all this stuff and then you go back to the city and it almost feels like gross and yeah the pro and then the pro the problem that i see with that is like you get you it tends to, at least in my case, I tend to notice myself feeling detached from that group, from from that group of humans. Like I would go to the city and I'd be like, I don't want to talk to anybody here, and that's not the right mindset to be in, you know, for for me because I I need to be I just need to be positive about everything. But I and it's not that I was judgmental towards them. I was like, but I would just look at it, and be like, our, our perspectives are too far off base, and I would just get in the city and get out and. That's one thing I was talking to my parents about when I was home. They're like, they're like, are there any negatives to living this way? I'm like, well, it's not really a negative. I was like, but it's just a different way of viewing things. And a lot of times you can feel like you're kind of on an island by yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, That's, yeah, it, 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 if I understand what you're describing, what, it, it's oftentimes hard to relate to people. And like, I yeah. can't. I can't connect to their problems and their perspectives, and vice versa. They, I don't feel like they can truly connect to my challenge and my goals. So it, there, mm-hmm. there really does seem to be a separation of, um, there, there's just a divide in, in understanding
0: mm-hmm. between, yeah, because like between, you, you, yeah. oh, go yeah. no, go for it. And I was going to say, like, you know, for the holidays, when I was back in Kansas, yeah. I hang out with family and friends and stuff like that. And, and the majority of the, of the problems that my, my friends or family were facing, majority of them were self-created. You know, it's like, it's like, uh, oh, I've got all this stuff to do around the house and all that stuff. Well, yeah, your house is 5,000 square feet. Why don't you downsize? You're the only person that lives here, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. You know? And, and it's like, that's perspective that I've gained from living this way. And, and I, I love the fact that, that living this way has given me that perspective, but it's like, I have to be careful not to judge because it's easy to say, well, you know, I know, I know the solution to that. Well, that's my solution to it. Not necessarily somebody else's. And so I have to constantly keep myself in check with that sort of, sort of mindset when I'm, when I'm in it. But I, but I do, but I did have a problem over Christmas. Like I just see everybody giving all these lavish gifts and everything. I'm going, okay, is anybody going to use this stuff? Or is it just, just to give just because it's Christmas? Right. People kept asking me like, well, what do you want for Christmas? I'm like, donate to donate to a nonprofit. Here's a list that I want you to pick one, you know, here's a list of ones that I care for. And nobody, nobody did that, but that's what I'm going to do going forward is like, I don't need anything for Christmas or for my birthday. And I, and I don't want people to buy me stuff because then I feel like I have to carry it. And I've got limited room. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny.
1: (laughs) When I got my check today, the, Uh they, they were handing out new company hats you know, like little baseball caps and whatnot, uh-huh. and I was like, "I'm like, I don't mean to poo in the pool, but like, I I don't even want that. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> want that. Like, I don't, I don't want to accept something, you know, that I don't want to. I don't just don't want to carry it around. That's that's really funny. It uh-huh. so I think this actually really dovetails into you know at the end of our last podcast episode i talked about wanting to describe and and dig into the new set of values that i have mm-hmm. having lived this way for for some time and that's kind of what i'm that's what comes to mind as we're having this discussion is that our values have changed based on on living this way and and you know if i if I go to my list and it's, it's not, it's not perfected, um, by, by any means, but do you remember like a month ago I asked you, you know, what's, what's the opposite of consumerism?
0: Yeah. Do you you remember when I,
1: and you know, Mm -hmm. we were going back and forth about like restraint and minimalism and what have you. And I still don't, I still don't feel like I have the perfect word, but I know Mm -hmm. it's the opposite of consumerism you know some some type of restraint some type of you know doing without like that that's a new value that i have in Mm. that that's resulted from living this way would you would you say that that's fair for you is that a a good description of a new value of yours
0: yeah no totally i i i think about the things that i've eliminated out of my life and it was tough to eliminate some of the things like I used to love to, to be a gamer when I was back in the, you know, when I lived in the city, like I get on call of duty and I just murk everybody. And, uh, that was one of the things that I, that I distanced myself from. And now I don't do it and now with the social media, like parent everything down. It's, it's like, I'm, I'm eliminating things out of my life to create more room for more creativity and, and to open up space for me to do other things. Because it's like, I, I think as humans, we all fall into pretty, we fall into patterns, you know, like a routine. Mm-hmm. And I think the same goes for, you know, it, the same goes for eating that it did that it is for social media and stuff. Like you have a routine that's you that you, you kind of just fall into. And I'm trying to break that routine on my end and see what new comes from that. And so, but, 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 uh, but as a result of it, you know, it's like, like initially when I was like, Oh, you know, I took a break from Facebook. I'm not on there or for Instagram or, you know, even just, um, just like, I guess it's hard to explain, but, but living this way, it's not like you're going without. It's just, I look at it as more of like just simplifying things. It's like I'm eliminating the stuff that I don't necessarily need to do. And, and, and some people would look at that and say, well, you know, you're kind of, it's like a form of self punishment because you're, you're, you're not giving yourself all this free reign to do whatever you want to do. But it's like, I'm trying to eliminate the things out of my life that are just distractions to see what new stuff has come in and what will fill that gap.
1: You know, it's so, you use the word you, 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 identified the word creativity as something that you wanted to make more space for. And that, mm-hmm. that was another value that I listed out. And the other thing that came to mind as as you were just talking and, and how I related was that, so you're, it's like less is more. So there, there's, there's by simplifying our lives by narrowing down our focus there's i've i experience i'm i am experiencing more more joy more more pleasure more happiness more wonderment when i narrow when i when i exclude a lot of things about the consumerist society. And mm-hmm. the the thing that actually, I mean, I am I am by no means like a I, I, I don't consider myself a Christian. Um, I don't consider myself like any part of any religion, but I, I think that mm-hmm. there's wisdom in in a lot of the writings. And I I think I think it's in the New Testament and I think either Jesus or Paul said it. Was that you know we're we're called to walk the narrow pathway, like mm-hmm. and I'm totally paraphrasing and maybe maybe with your Kansas background you, you've got a stronger <laughs> my, you've got a, my Bible Belt roots yeah you've got a stronger <laughs> you get you got then you've got a stronger understanding or grasp of these things than than me and my Yankee ways but um, <laughs> you know I, I think that there's wisdom in that you know in, in following that narrow pathway and. Excluding a lot of these bells and whistles that draw us in, and I don't, I don't want to become that cliched anti-capitalist, anti-consumerist because I think there are elements of capitalism that I, I really do align with, um, mm-hmm. and there, there are, you know, certainly the entrepreneurial. Um, nature of it the the um the ideal that one can create their own destiny um that's Mm -hmm. something that i associate with with Uh, capitalism
0: yeah definitely and and also innovation because it's like a competitive marketplace and so it's like people are going to actually try to put forward their best effort in order to gain a competitive advantage and so that, that 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 helps with products i mean i think that's why you know, a lot of the advances in technology and all that stuff is just driven through through that through that creative nature and that drive, and and that's that I think it's a very good thing from capitalism.
1: I agree, but it's like it's a double edged sword because you totally you have you you have so many things that are calling for your attention, whether it's new gizmos to buy, whether it's you know the 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 stars that have the the life that we should uh, strive to live for there's there's so many things that end up distracting us from pursuing our own individual from understanding our own individual wants and needs and then pursuing mm-hmm. them and so yeah. you know connecting it back to the 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 idea of our our values and you know, anti-consumerism and restraint and, and fasting. And I, you know, we were, we were toying around with these words and fasting is often associated with, you know, food and fasting from food. But I, Mm -hmm. I was thinking about it like fasting from Facebook, fasting from, from all media sources and, Mm -hmm. you know, leaving space for that, um, that new creativity to, to flow. These, these are like the, uh, some of the values. And, and so uh, let me, let me pitch it back to you. What, with a question, how, how is your, has your definition of creativity changed since entering this lifestyle?
0: Hmm. I don't, I don't think, I don't think my definition of it changed. It's just, I take it more seriously now because before well because like before when i when i was in the corporate world I, i was creative and i could i could create my own content and i contributed to different pieces whether it was you know, online or or in print, uh, about the housing industry that I, cause that's, that's what I, that's the arena I used to work in. Uh, but I never was really passionate about it. And I was like, eh, okay. And now with the creative endeavors I do, like, I really put a lot of put a a lot of effort into it. Like that, that guest writing that I did for Wilson Electronics for that post, like Grace messaged me. She's like, this is one of the best posts we've ever had. She's like, this is awesome. She's like, you really did a great job with this. I was like, thanks. And I just went through and like told my story about, you know, what, I why they're why the cell phone booster is beneficial to, to my lifestyle and how it, how it helps me stay connected. And I really appreciate that because it's like, I took a lot of time. I took about a week to really write that. And I wrote a rough draft and then I let it sit for like a day. And then I went back and read it and it didn't read very well. And then I made changes and then I kept on making changes. And I f- it finally came together at the end. I was like, man, this looks great. This reads like something that should go in a magazine. And I felt good about that, but I wouldn't have put that effort towards it had, you know, when I was in the corporate world, I would have just done kind of like a half-assed approach to it. So the, my, my well,
1: well, let me, let me, I mean, I'm going to challenge you right there. So what, okay. what, what, why, where did that extra effort come from? So I
0: think the re- the reason why is because it's like I'm looking at this like content creation as a career as opposed to like a side thing that I have to do for my career. Uh, when I was in the corporate world, you know, my, my career was selling, like selling stuff. So like writing an article, I looked at that as like, okay, I'll do this because this is these people are in my network and it's good to have my face out there. But it's taking time away from me actually selling stuff. So I looked at that, I looked at that as like a negative. And then now I look at it as a positive. I'm like, cool, I get to create some stuff today. What do I want to create? And I and I found that it puts me in a really good headspace to be able to create. So I'm like, cool, I get excited. Like I'll do something and maybe get something cool on video or capture something on video. And I'm like, wow, this is really awesome. I can build I can build a story around this and it gets me excited. Whereas in the past I would look at it as kind of like a, a homework assignment.
1: It it sounds like the creative process has become much more personal to you.
0: Very much so. Cause and it's so like, that... I'm telling my life and as, and, and in the past it would be like, I have to create a story about how these homes are selling great, which I didn't give a shit about, mm. you know? And so I think, I think the emotional connection to what I'm doing just makes everything else more exciting. I, I would think the same with, with what you're doing. It's like, you're figuring out your blueprint to put one foot in front of the other and be successful and and the way you set things up and it's like my cards are falling into place too on my end it's like all the work i've put in being content creators finally coming to light and paying paying dividends and it's like it's cool to see both of our recipes, both of our recipes or 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 uh, plans of how we want to do it it's cool to see both of them work
1: i agree and i i i would actually i would redefine your value of creativity based on what you said i i would actually refine it to personal t- storytelling
0: Oh, uh, yeah that's a good that's a good idea i yeah.
1: that 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 seems that's my long.
0: focus that's totally my focus
1: yeah no and it in it and it shines and i mean another thought that i had as you were describing that blog post that you just did and and your experience with it i mean you're you you did that for the love of of doing it, you, you didn't do it mm-hmm. because you're being paid to do it. You're not doing it right. because it was a homework exercise. I mean, that was that was. It sounds like that was strictly for the love of expression.
0: Yeah, it was, and and, and, I, and I had a good time doing it. And I, I told webis I was like, hey, if you have any other things coming up that you need people to contribute writing for, I'd love to. I'd love to send in more stuff. And they and they're like, yeah, they're like, we have some stuff coming up in March. We'll, let's keep you on. You know, let's keep going for that. I was like, great. Cause I, I really enjoyed doing it. I like, I was proud of what I, of what I, what I ended up with, you know? And, and uh, I can't say the same of that when I was in the corporate world for some of the side things I would do. Cause I wasn't proud of it. I would just, I just looked at it as like a, like I said, a homework assignment, but I think you're right. You know, telling a personal story, it became very personal to me, this creativity. Cause it's like, this is my life and, 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 I, and I'm trying to put it out there in a way that it's not bullshit. And, that's, right. and, and I get, and I get people that message me and they're like, they're like, Hey, I really appreciate your approach. Like you're not just showing, you know, all, all the good things you're, you're showing it all. You're showing the bad stuff. You're talking about like, you know, the past that I have with the, with the addiction stuff with the pills and, and, you know, and things like that, about all the stuff that drove me, that kind of pushed me in this direction in life. And, and it makes me feel good that people are like, dude, you're real. You know, and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, good. I'm glad, I'm glad that's coming through on the videos. Cause I don't want to come off like, I'm I'm fake. And that's,
1: I mean, it's funny how I think this, this is really interesting because I, you, you and I have, uh, obviously we have different paths, but we have something that's, that's bonding us and, and uniting us. The, the, another value that I identified in, in looking through this was authenticity. That was, that was another word that I had, had listed out as a, as a new value of mine, how important it's, it's, it's critical and it's integral to the life that I want to lead to be authentic.
0: Yeah. That's a, that's a great, that's a great one to put down.
1: And that's, that's just what I heard from you was just that it's, there's, there's no faking this. There's no, even in this conversation, there's no, there's, there's no staging in this conversation at all. Um, yeah, and um and
0: and i and i really think that's what people are drawn to because there's so much there's so much uh uh prepackaged messages or prepackaged whatever that's out there that you can tell that's not that it's just like a marketing message where it's like okay well what's the real story you know you see that with with everything nowadays and it's like i think that people are drawn to those that are real it's like with our podcast, you know, once we start talking about personal stuff, we really got a lot of messages from people like, hey, dude, thanks for talking about that stuff. Right. Because a lot of people, a lot of people won't. A lot of people, well, and and it's it's unfortunate, like, you know, I was like that when I was in the corporate world. I never wanted to talk about any of the issues that I had because I thought, well, th- that'll make me unemployable.
1: Exactly. You know,
0: I, I have to, like, walk this line. I have to, like put on this front every day. And I think that's what wears a lot of people down. It just grinds them down. It's like you have to put on this front every day and you can't talk about any of your problems. Well, everybody's, everybody's dealing with shit. There's not one person out there where everything's fine in their life. Not there's not one, you know, there's, everybody has something in their life that they wish would probably be going better, but to have it to where you can't even talk about that stuff in fear of losing your job or in fear of hurting your career. I mean, that's bullshit. And I I love being away from that now to where I can say, Hey, I can talk about this stuff and there are no repercussions.
1: Yeah. So
0: I, don't, I, don't have to, I don't have to worry about my boss coming down on me or saying, now what's up with this?
1: It's funny. So I I um so I worked for Starbucks. I got into their management training program on the retail level in the mid-90s. Um, so that was definitely on the you know the growth curve of Starbucks. And I have this vivid memory of Howard Bihar, who was the president of their international division coming in and giving a talk to us. And it was a small, intimate saying, uh, setting. And I mean, this guy was, he made such an impression on me as far as just being a genuine individual. And the dominant message that he had for us was he, he talked about how all of us seemed pulled to wear different hats. So you know, there was the hat we wore when we were working. There was the hat we wore when we were with our kids or our friends. There's the hat we wear when we're with our wives. There's the hat we wear with our mm-hmm. families and, and all of these different hats. He, he challenged us to just wear one hat. And ah. that message really, really, really stuck with me. And I think that that's what we're talking right now is just, we don't, we don't have to mock ourselves up. I mean, or, or life, life is so much better when we don't work to mock ourselves up and we're just who we are. We don't have to yeah. worry about, you know, let the cards fall where they may. And that doesn't like, I don't think that that should give us license to be a dick or whatever it is and just be like, Oh, I'm just speaking the truth, man. Like, yeah, I, I think, I think we still need to be intentional with who we want to be, but we're, I think our, our lives can be so much more beautiful if we wear just one hat.
0: Mm -hmm. I would, I totally agree with that. Well, and I think it simplifies life too, because you don't have to sit there and put on the front for whatever person or group that you're in front of. You can always just be Craig or just, just be Brian, you know? And that's one thing I've realized one thing that when I was in the corporate world is I, I wanted everybody to like me because I thought women well, I'm in sales and if they, if they don't like me, they're not going to buy anything from me. So I have to have everybody like me. So I would kiss ass and I would do it knowing that and people call it schmoozing, but it's not, it's just kissing up. That was one of the things that really bothered me because I'm like, I'm not being myself. And I, and I think to myself, I'd be like, okay, if this wasn't a work event, would I be hanging out with these people? No, like I don't like this thing, but I'm, but I'm doing it. I'm forced to do it for work. And I, that was one of the things that always bothered me in the corporate world. And it doesn't, it doesn't bother everybody. Some people think, Oh, it's fine. It's just part of, just part of the game. But that was a problem for me. And so what I like about being out here now is I only spend time pe- with people I like, like I'm, I'm rolling through BV. I've only called like three people. Right. Now, I know a ton of people in this town, but it's like, I don't want to talk to them. I mean, I don't know. And that's not me being rude or being a jerk, but it's like, you know, I don't know if maybe it's just getting older you know, I'll be 45 in a couple months. And I don't know if just getting older where you just think like, I'm only going to give my time to the people that I really, really care for. And the ones that are on the fringes, if I see them great, but I'm not going to make a point to go out, out of my way to see those people, you know? And, and I, I think, uh, I think that's like just simplifying my friends group, you know, as far as like, I don't want to always be on the go, like just to see everybody all the time. Cause it, when I used to come into town, I used to have millions of people hit me up. Hey dude, let's do this. Let's do that. And I had, I had like a full schedule, but my schedule was for other people. It wasn't for myself. And so, um, I don't really know where I was going with that, but it's just that it just seems like now I only give my time to people that I really value. And maybe I should soften that up a little bit, but it seems to have worked well over the past, I don't know, a couple of years.
1: Well, no, I, 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 I'm right there with you. I, I I went. I've gone. I feel like I'm going through a process right now, and it connects to my interest in defining my values because i i I really only want to invest in things and people that align with my values, and Mm -hmm. i I don't. I'm I'm not going to get into specifics in, in specific people in specific situations, but. The fact of the matter is, is over the last few months, I've, I've started to like ask myself, like, I'm like, why, why am I even, why am I doing this? You know, what, this is not what I even want to be doing, you know, as far as like spending my time. And so that's really the root of my interest in getting back to this exercise of like identifying my values and Running, really running. All of my actions through the filter of my values, because my my desire is that I spend time only on those things which I value, mm-hmm. and i i I don't think that that's cruel in in any way. I, on the contrary, I mean, I, I think it's really a really healthy thing for both myself and the people that I'm around. It doesn't give me license to be mean. It doesn't give me license mm-hmm. to, to, to be cruel or or whatever. On the contrary, one of my, you know, a, a couple other, but my values, um, I have kindness living, mm-hmm. uh, listed down, you know, given, and I I've been doing a lot of work in this. Compassion is another one. Gentleness is another one. Humility. So, again, it's, it's, it's not the idea that I am actively seeking to exclude this person or that person or this situation in that situation. It's, it's an active process to include, like make a conscious effort as to what I put my time and energy into. And I, I mm-hmm. think that that's a very, very healthy thing to do. And I, I, it's really empowering in a lot of ways. And that actually connects to my, you know, kind of light bulb and it's everybody, everybody asks themselves, why am I spending time on social media? Why am I spending time on Facebook? Mm -hmm. Uh, Ultimately I've gained the strength and discipline to really pull back from it because I don't value the experience uh, on a whole. And Mm -hmm. it's, it is more of a negative experience than a positive one. And that's, that's true for some of the things that I see, but it's also true for the impulses within me that it fosters. You know, it, it fosters an argumentative, combative, intolerance thing inside of me and I don't want mm-hmm. those things in my life and so um I yeah I'm obviously really really digging the process of uh you know uncovering my new values and I don't I I really I don't think that I would have the bandwidth I don't think I would have the perspective and the energy and the intention to go after defining these values had i not done you know a a, a lifestyle change and uh, given myself the space to opening myself up to it
0: yeah <laughs> you know was funny when when i was packing up yesterday and i was coming into town i actually thought to myself okay you know everything that i have is in my truck and i was like man i got way too much stuff right yeah <laughs> i love it it never stops it never stops with the downsides i'm like if i could just own one item and that's it that's what i'd do because it makes things so much easier
1: i'm yeah man i i I, another book that i i recently read was the magic and and it's a popular book it's a trendy book it's give me give me a book but it 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 struck me and, and it resonated with me the um i think it's called the magic the magic art of tidying up or something like that have you have you heard about that book no, huh? Okay. Well, it's 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 a very popular book. It's very trendy right now. Um, and essentially, it's like throw out everything. Um, and it, you'd love it actually if you, if you find the book <laughs> because it's just like yeah, throw everything out, throw it
0: yeah. all out, get yeah. rid of it, get rid of it all. You don't need it.
1: Yep. No, and then that's it, and I, 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 I'm in the same boat. Everything that I own can fit in my truck, and I'm still like, man, I got to get rid of stuff. Like, I got, yeah. I got to travel lighter.
0: Yep, you know, that's like that's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, how could I pare this down even more? You know, because like I've taken my winter camping setup and pared it down a lot. I used to carry more gear, but I've got it way down now, and I'm like, I just need to see, keep keep on downsizing. Which yeah, I, which is awesome because I look at that as like a lifelong exercise. To where you never you never really come at the final point. You know you're always like kind of tweaking stuff and figuring out different gear that you need, especially for this lifestyle. But what I love about it is is is, is it, it's it's kind of like a, a challenge. I I think. Um, it's like how can how how small can I go or how 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 much can I downsize and still operate completely effectively? And it's it's I've been surprised at how much I can get rid of and still function just fine.
1: Oh, I'm right there with you. I love it. Like, what else can I do without? You know, like, like, Mm -hmm. I bet I can do without that. Like, and then you get rid of it. And then maybe a couple months down the road, like, ah, I wish I had that. And you're like, ah, fuck it. I'm glad I don't use it. You know, I don't have it. Um, it's it's a fun game.
0: I can't think of anything that I had when, back when I was living in the house that I miss, There's not one item where I'm like, I I really wish I had that. You know, I, I don't miss the big TV. I don't miss the big couch or any of that stuff. I don't miss any of those things. And, uh, what's interesting was I thought I would. When I first Mm threw it, I'm like, "Well, I'll probably miss those creature comforts." But it's it's like once you get out here and your perspective changes, you know how that goes. And it's just, I've really been I've really been thankful for like the education that I the life education that I've received from living this way so far. And I'm just getting started. I mean, heck, only five years in, I got I got plenty of years left to keep doing this. No, I'm
1: I'm right there with you, and and new ways to tweak it. Right on, man. Well, I think we got ourselves an episode with our uh, our first discussion, and then this one. We should be able to splice those yeah, things I, together.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I've got I've got a free day tomorrow, since so I have to stick around another day. So I'll edit this in the morning. I'll get it posted up.
1: Sweet. Yeah, I uh, I'm, I'm definitely interested in.